yeah. Hey, it's the ninth episode. You think I'd have this shit figured out by now? Nope. Do not. We'll get it. Anyways, we're live. This is the podcast for Nooners by Nooners. The third time's a charm. I think we all have sound. Uh, I, I hit record this time around. <laughs> I'm your host, Bill Schofield. I am joined by multiple recipient of the Drinking Bro of the Week, Lloyd. Lloyd, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on. Good. As I said previously, you know, I've, I've been promised plaques for the Drinking Bro Award. Um, I haven't received mine. I'm guessing you haven't received yours either. No, I uh, requested a six-foot trophy like the um, the soccer team. Oh, uh, the Blue Dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I couldn't think of that. Yeah. I'll have to suggest that. I'll put that in the uh, Drinking Bro suggestion box. Yeah. But that would be cool. And then also, we are joined again by the wonderful CPJ, Cream Pie Jessica. How are you tonight? Wonderful. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you okay. for you, you hesitated. I was like, oh, fuck. Does she not have sound either? <laughs> I was like, we're going to run it back. <laughs> so... Like I, okay. I mentioned before, for those listening on the audio and those just joining us, we had about oh, two and a half, three minutes of conversation with no audio to you guys. So where I previously mentioned that Jessica still has her creepy Halloween painting of the girl with, does she have no eyes or are they just blacked out? No, they're not completely blacked out. They're just very large. And okay. Very large pupils, so she's probably on something. I was about to say, like, but like I decided that they go with my uh, Christmas decor as well. Yeah. That Christmas yeah. tree yeah. happening. Yeah. Yep, I saw that. I I recommended uh, upcycling and putting some ribbon around the frame, like Joanna Gaines would do. That's exactly so, what I was. Thinking. Yeah, HGTV fan over here. <laughs> so, anyways, like I was saying, we're gonna start the show off by uh, sending a get well soon out to. Uh, our Lord and Savior, the Elrod Hubbard, the uh, Jim Jones of the community, if it were, Ross Patterson. He's been a little sick. Um, I probably know about as much as you guys do at this point about what's going on, but I know he's uh, he's been hospitalized for at some point, and uh, I think they're going to be doing some shows from the hospital next week, so that'll be interesting. Sounds like Ross is needing some attention and wants to get going in the hospital. So we can, I can only imagine the kind of crazy bullshit he's going to say on air from a hospital bed. I'm sure he's gone. The longest he's ever gone without attention. Could be. I, th- I think he's he's definitely needing attention right now. It's It's been years since he's not had attention for this long, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the... Uh, I think during the pandemic, going every day, live every day on multiple shows, really just, like, got him hooked. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Like an addict for live shows. I'm excited for hospital shows, though. I'm sad he's in the hospital. That's crazy. Um, I think we should all probably stop. I mean, not that I did, because I would never. But you guys should stop joking about him dying, because clearly something serious was going on. Yeah. And you all felt horrible if he had actually died. Yeah. Yeah, I think... uh... I don't know. I don't think he ever died. I mean, being pretty close to like Terry Schiavo, maybe, you know, <laughs> he, uh, cause, uh, 
who was it? Somebody, Jesse today mentioned him being conscious enough to realize the Braves had won the World Series. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound great. doesn't sound good at all. He's probably getting the good shit through his, pumped through his veins. Probably. That's what I was thinking. He's probably, A, really sick. I know, I do know he had bronchitis. I think he posted that. So I'm wondering if that turned into something else and into pneumonia pneumonia low oxygen levels so he's oxygen starved and on drugs in a hospital somewhere so hopefully they took him to a good one in austin i don't know what austin hospitals are like but or it was like five or five or six years ago i think it was six years ago i almost died at the va in the emergency room and uh the next three or four days were I don't remember any of it. I think it was right around the NBA championship um, when the Lakers, I think the Lakers were in. Okay. So my wife was, would come watch the game in the hospital room and then go to bed. I don't remember any of it because they were pumping me full of Versed or um, I can't remember what the other one was. Uh and I was out. They were pumping it in me like every three hours religiously. Yeah. yeah. I hope he remembers though. And it's not just some like drink. Like, some blur. Drink. Yeah. Maybe maybe Jesse T-voted or something. And they're just going to like reset like all the time he's lost. Like they're just going to like reset all the calendars and clocks and shit in the house. And just start <laughs> from like game six of the World Series. He's just yeah, going to have to live the rest of his life now with like two watches, like one with the date he's living on and one with the actual date, you know? I wouldn't put it past him, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. In fact, that might be an idea I pitched to him now, see how long he can keep that one going. <laughs> he might be into that one. But yeah, I, uh, I've spent some time in the hospital before I had like my chest reconstructed when I was 15. And they were pumping me full of morphine. So there's like a solid, I don't know, three to four days that are just kind of a blur. And uh, it was over Christmas. So um, since it was over Christmas, they're like kind of understaffed, not understaffed, but, you know, like holiday staffing. So they had me in like the pediatric cancer wing of the hospital. And the local radio station's mascot was a bee. And I just remember like it was like visiting the kids in the cancer wing. And I just remember waking up on, on like, a, you know, off a morphine drip. And there's this like seven foot bee, like at the end of my bed, just kind of like waving at me and talking to me. God. And I'm like super fucked up. But I'm just like, uh, looking for my parents. I was like, uh, dad, dad, is this real? Is this real? That's horrifying. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, like the nurse comes in and like kind of explained what's going on. I was like, Oh, thank God. And then they hit the morphine thing and I was back out, but <laughs> it was wild. It was wild. It was, the, it was an epidural morphine too. So oh, yeah, I don't know if you ever had an epidural, but they're pretty crazy. Yeah. Is that the, is that the one where they put it in your back? Mm -hmm. I haven't had that one. They put, they put mine in my hand and it yeah. fucking hurt yeah so once that was, they, that was once, the only thing that hurt the pain meds didn't do anything for it and i just didn't want to move my hand but i could never get it comfortable yeah yeah they eventually took the the epidural out and put like started doing it in like the iv port in my hand and i remember every time they'd put the morphine in like it burned real bad and then yeah, was, uh, then a couple seconds later you're all fucked up and you know 
wondering what the street name and what they just gave you was. Yeah, mine, they bounced me. I remember the other one. They bounced me back and forth between Delauded and uh, Versed. Okay. I think one I have morphine. I don't know. One of them. Yeah, I've had morphine before mm-hmm. uh, from a surgery, but uh, shit, I think I just had some not too long ago, actually. I can't uh, remember. Yeah. Oh, for my colonoscopy, I think uh, they gave me some. Nice. How'd that go? Was that a pleasurable uh, experience? Oh, yeah, I get those all the time. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, that's recreationally. It's like going, yeah, it's like going to the spa. Yeah. You you go get a massage and I just go get a colonoscopy for the fun of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well I've I've heard like leading up to a colonoscopy, they give you some stuff and just like completely cleans you out, lose a couple pounds. Yeah, it's called go lightly. It's the biggest oxymoron for uh, <laughs> medication known to man. Well, I mean, maybe it's because you go in there a lot lighter because, you know, get it all out or something. Yeah. I always get like this YouTube advertisement from some kind of like hipstery looking dude who's talking about like how you have like 20 pounds of toxic poop in your body at any point in time. So, you know, you got all that out. So that's good. The thing is, is it's yeah. I don't have a bunch of stuff stuck in there because nothing comes out but the shit I'm drinking. So, right. But that's, yeah, that's, uh, I don't think we want to talk about my bowels, but yeah, they, uh, they, uh, that's part of the problem. That's why I have to get checked all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll save that for another show. We'll have like you and Delco Dan come on and talk about your, talk about your rectal problems. Yeah. Talk about IBS. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even waste time with the prostate exam. I just got one of those GI docs that calls me every three months and has me come in for an appointment. Mm. Yeah, I have to do a prostate exams for work weekly. It's kind of weird, but they say it's for insurance. The HR lady's really aggressive about it. <laughs> but yeah. on to the, the next announcement. I just saw... Uh, couple minutes before we went live here eric tansy friend of the show uh you know nooner for sure i had him on a couple a couple weeks ago he uh he just found out his next child his fourth is a girl so they did a they did an obnoxious white people gender reveal live on facebook so congrats to tansy i got a i posted on there that uh he needed to buy himself a tv and a do-it-yourself vasectomy kit. Oh, yeah. Um, it'd be a lot cheaper. I have <laughs> five assholes running around here, and I'm glad they're getting to the age where they can get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking that today with, with my two. I've got a five-year-old and a, a two-year-old, and, yeah, their mom, like I was saying off-air, was at a PTA meeting, and I had to scramble to get them all done and ready, fed and bathed and ready for bed before hopping on here. And not that I want them to grow up too fast, but it'd be pretty awesome if they were a little bit more self-reliant, you know, because I'd like, okay, like, here's your food and like, I'm going to go start cleaning and stuff so I can get that over with. Like, I take two steps out of the room and they're either screaming for me to come back for something or they're fighting or the younger one like has to go to the bathroom. So, yeah. As long as, like, I just wish they could just be a little more self-reliant. Like, come on. That's why, like, my, she's 10 years old, right? She can do all that stuff by herself. She can play on her own. She goes on her little walks to find cats around the neighborhood. 
but she still likes me. So we don't, you know, we're not like the bitchy teen age. I'm still yeah. cool to her. Yeah. So it's like perfect right now. Yeah. You're not a normal mom. You're a cool mom. Cool mom. I was actually going to get a beanie that says cool mom. I just saw it yesterday. Is that dumb? <laughs> I don't think cool moms wear those. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you've only got two years until she full full-blown hate your guts so uh when you were talking about yours the other night she heard 15 years old and she was like oh as soon as he said 15 you just know <laughs> 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 like i'm never gonna be like that mom don't worry mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i would imagine you were probably pretty angsty as a teenager i was not i was the perfect child i'm not even joking perfect child i got angsty in my 20s and now my mom and i don't really get along so well <laughs> yeah perfect but as a kid i was great yeah and then somewhere along the line you decided to just like break couches and yeah i mean i was perfect because it was more like um living with um abusive parents and trying to keep the peace with every like i had three siblings and uh, then that you know, that was me like that was my trauma. Was being the perfect child. <laughs> gotcha. That makes sense. I don't need anything. I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't worry about me. And you know, we don't need to go into all that though. I'm good now. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. That makes sense though. And uh, who was it in here? Oh, Jacob Nickel uh, made a very good point that uh, Eric Tanzi should not be assuming that child's gender yet. Oh. You know. Yeah. Do that here. And I've, I've also learned that I have to ask consent before changing diapers. <laughs> Wait, was that a real thing? That was a real thing. Yeah. Really? I mean, not a real thing I'm doing. No, that was a joke. But it is a real thing that I've heard people try to make a point out of. So, so I'm guessing diapers don't get changed in that house. How does the baby signal that they're giving consent exactly? I don't know. I don't like, know. You? Yeah. Yeah, the okay symbol. Yeah. If yeah, you have, if you have a newborn that's making that, you you know, impressive. Get a guitar pick in that kid's hands or something. Actually, uh bring that up. My my two girls. So, technically I'm a blended family. Uh I have two girls from a previous marriage and then my wife now has uh two girls and a boy from a previous marriage. Oh, gotcha. Um but me and my wife dated in high school. Um, and then got back together after 13 years yeah. and have kept in, we've kept in touch even when we were we were married like when her mom died um, I dropped everything and drove to the funeral and was there for several days for that and so it just kind of, was kind of weird we both ended up I wasn't allowed to have Facebook in my first marriage so uh, was it a uh, was it a joint Facebook no, I wasn't even allowed that. She was only allowed to have Facebook, and I wasn't. Yeah, that, uh, that worked out well, huh? Yeah, really well. Huh. So the first thing I did when I told her that I was done with her ass um, and that, like, I would, I was filing for divorce, and I would see her in court to fight for custody and said, you can have fucking everything. I don't want anything. Uh, I'm just keeping the clothes on my back and fighting for my kids and as much visitation or custody as possible. And uh, I signed up for Facebook. Um, the only thing I had was my 
my freaking Motorola first gen smartphone that had the internet and apps on it. Yeah. In Montana. So we were way behind, but uh, signed up for Facebook. And my now wife was my first suggested friend on Facebook. And I was like, okay, let's oh, send. You shot let's your see shot. How huh? this goes. Yeah. And then she said, she, she told me the story. She was like, yeah. Uh, she got the notification and it threw her off. So she was like, all right. And she heard stories about my now ex-wife and was like this might not be a good thing but fuck it let's see what happens and she accepted it and um i sent her a message and just said hey how's it going how you been doing how's your brother her brother was my best friend in high school and uh she's like oh yeah just being a single mom going through a divorce and i was like huh no shit me too Hey. There you go. <laughs> so we talked for a couple months and then her uncle died and uh, she was actually traveling through where I was working at the time. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go up there with you and hang out with your family. Your family's cool. And um, her brother decided not to go. And so we went up there and it was like 4th of July weekend when the service happened to be. And one thing led to another and we got really drunk and she decided to rape me. So <laughs> we've just been together ever since. Wow. <laughs> All right. L- Lloyd comes out with his, uh, his past, uh, sexual assault live on air. What a love story. No, she, she raped me. I'm the victim. I know. That's what I'm saying. You were, <laughs> you're, you were assaulted. You're a victim. You deserve to be treated as such Lloyd. Well, and yeah, I willing. Exactly. That's what I was oh. going to say, Jessica. Uh, I didn't, I didn't say no, but I was just like, kind of, what are you doing? (laughs) Are are you sure? And so anyways, your uncle's five feet from us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Did you pull like a game of Thrones and actually do it like in the like visitation room in the, at the funeral? No, it wasn't that bad, but we were at her cousin's house and all their kids were gone wherever and we were staying in the kids room so i if i remember right there were spider-man sheets on the bed <laughs> all right that, so yeah felt, felt pretty compelled to wash those on yeah. the next morning yeah i've definitely messed around on a race car bed as an adult <laughs> one of the first uh, yeah. people we stayed with when i moved to boise we were kind of couch surfing until we could get a house rented right um was the gal had a son that had a race car bed but he never slept in it and he was like six years old so that's the bed we slept in for like three weeks until we finally got approved for uh, a rental house yeah so yeah moving is definitely not fun but yeah i was gonna ask you what's the uh what's the weather like in boise is it turning it's getting pretty cold now yeah it's pretty pretty chilly uh on good days we get like maybe 65 um but uh it's getting down in the high 30s low 40s at night and sometimes it's just 40s for 24 hours and it's i can feel it all the time because the ceiling in my house is blown out (laughs) so i'm putting skylights in so gotcha so i like took all the insulation out in the vaulted ceiling part and 
uh, have it in bags in one of my spare rooms in garbage bags so I can dump it back in there and I'm framing and drywalling all the tunnels in for the right. skylights. Yeah. So, all, all that fun DIY home ownership. I'm done after this house. Fuck it. I, and I can't wait to move out of this house because <laughs> I hate this fucking town. At least you know what you're doing. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, you those, I've seen some crazy shit people try to do themselves. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. I'm just slow. Now, I, I hit 40 and I'm fucking slow and my knees don't work right. My back's... I've had three back surgeries. So yeah. I, I just don't move the greatest and I don't... I'm not very productive. And yeah. I've been working on this since... Uh, like late February, early March. Yeah. Uh, just cutting it all out and moving all the insulation. And I even had a high school kid that was working with me during the summer, like every afternoon and every weekend. Um, I was giving him like 300 bucks a week to help me out. And I'm still not done. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. Like I just, my biggest thing is uh, my house was built in like 31 so like nothing is ever easy, but I always like, I always talk myself into these projects like, Oh, it'll be so easy. And then like I started to tear down. I'm like, Oh, Hey, here's the electrical. There's two wires, not three. That's cool. And they're both white. Awesome. <laughs> and then about, th and then about, then about halfway through whatever project it is, I'm just like pissed off around the house, half drunk screaming like, fuck this, fuck this house. <laughs> You know, it's terrible. I want a house from the 30s. Yeah, you do and you don't. The, like the characters, no, yeah. The, char okay, the character's cool. If you living there who knew yeah. how to fix yeah. everything, then... Yeah. The character's cool, but, like, there's so many things. Like I said, the wiring is, like, all the solid copper strand. And, like, it can't support anything. Like, I, if I have to, like, if I, like, run a fan and the toaster, it blows the circuit, you know? And oh I probably should get an electrician in here, but I'm too cheap for that, you know? Or yeah. I'm actually also terrified if I get an electrician in here, I'm going to get, like, the honest one who's going to be like, well, none of this is up to code, so I can't do it. Like, well, I'm going to have to get somebody in here to fix all this shit. Get Lloyd to go. <laughs> Lloyd can take care of all that. He's going to be our traveling contractor. Yeah. Every it's uh yeah electrical i god i can shut the main off of the freaking panel and go to change a freaking outlet cover and still manage to get electrocuted i hate freaking electrical yeah like, yeah i found out the hard way that one of the four outlets in my oldest son's room is on a different circuit because i was changing all the outlets like putting nicer looking outlets in there before he was born and by like the fourth one, I was like, okay, like I had the circuits all shut off, and I was like, okay, last one. Do do do. Next thing you know, yeah, zapped real good, and there I go cussing again, throwing shit across the room. You know, they make a strong enough to really hurt you. I know they make all sorts of tools. I'm typically in too much of a hurry, and you know, just too much of a dumbass to take the time to do anything the right way, especially when it comes to safety stuff. You know. So it's like $7 at Home Depot. Yeah. I have one. Oh, I, I have one. To, I have one. Right? I still manage to electrocute myself when I do, when I do it, it's all safe. And I mean, the main's off. Mm -hmm. Everyone's bitching that there's no internet and 
they can't charge their phones or anything like that. And I'm trying to change the outlet cover. And then all of a sudden they hear me start, they hear like three new swear words they've never heard before. Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, Lloyd, <laughs> Lloyd or dad, however they reference me, got zapped. So uh, it's time to go outside or disappear yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Fun like that too, though, isn't it? Like not knowing, maybe I'll get zapped, maybe I won't. Yeah, I like, just, I'm a pessimist. I count on getting zapped yeah. each time. Yeah, I'll break out. I'll break out the electrical safety stuff when I'm working with like 220 and above. You know, yeah. normal, normal <laughs> voltage. And it just kind of wakes you up. Yeah. <laughs> Singes your fingertips a little bit. Eh, no big deal. Yeah. So, um, I was gonna ask earlier, did uh, did Halloween go well for you guys? Anything fun, exciting happen? No. no. It lasted about 45 minutes. What did you do, Jessica? Um, I actually, I had a really fun Halloween with my kid. We carved our pumpkins the day of for some reason and then uh, went trick-or-treating in our new neighborhood, met all the neighbors. Surprisingly, they're all really nice because it's, it's it doesn't look like the greatest neighborhood. Like the houses are a little old, but everyone was really nice. So that was, that was good. And then um, ended up that um, couch boy was in Reno for the night. Like he was supposed to fly out that day and then all those flights got canceled and his flight got canceled. Oh. And then like, I'm stuck in Reno, which is like, a three hour drive for me. And I was like, okay, well, I got to go trick or treating and then I'll see you after that. Ah, so you reunited with the, uh, the fellow so, you broke the couch with, huh? Yeah. I ended up seeing him in Reno one night, one night in Reno. What? The name of that movie. That'll be, that'll be the name of the episode when I finally get you two together on air. <laughs> we can like black out his face and stuff. <laughs> like with lights, not makeup. Right, right, yeah, right. Of course. It was really fun, though. I'm glad I did it. I got a speeding ticket. <laughs> you got a speeding ticket? So that wasn't fun. Yeah, that's Yeah. Suck. I was in the middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. And I was going, I think I was going like 87 in a 65. But literally in the middle of nowhere. And the cop was passing me like this way. Oh, okay. So I, there's no way I could have seen him. Did, I Did he take it easy on you at least? He was not very nice, uh, but I wasn't wearing, like, I, I don't wear revealing clothing ever. So like, you know, there was no cleavage. I kind of, I looked a little, whatever. So you should have just taken the top off. I'd be like, I spilled coffee on my shirt. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a segue for that. Um, that was the best thing about, um, so as everyone knows, I was in Red Horse uh, with the chair force. And part of the um, part of that job, um, I was a pavement and equipment journeyman, but we uh, we went TDY all the time. Uh, we were always gone. Um, that's the only time we ever got to work. So uh, we were like mobile. We were like uh, the KBR for the military. So we used to we used to actually compete against KBR and they would decide whether they were going to deploy Red Horse to go fix a runway at like PSAB or 
Oman or Kandahar or wherever. And then, um, or if they were going to send KBR in to do it. Well, we do stateside assignments, TDYs, <clears throat> did a lot like down in Cannon, down here in Mountain Home, surprisingly. Um, uh, shit, I can't remember some of the others um, that we were in. And But anyways, uh, we would drill water wells down um, for the launch facilities for down in F.E. Warren, um, which would actually put us like in Nebraska or some bullshit like that. But we so we'd run these convoys full of uh, semis loaded with all this equipment on it. And the summertime was the greatest time to go on tractor trailer runs because you'd have all these college girls that were leaving for college or going back to college, but they were too cheap to run their AC. So they would run, uh, they would just run topless or some of them would be completely naked just in their car. And they didn't realize that their car sat so low and there's two of us per truck. You got, um, you, there had to be two people per semi and our semis were completely looked just exactly like any over the road semi you see on the road today. And that was sometimes the driver would be standing in the middle over the shifter steering with one hand. And we were grossly overloaded. Like we couldn't, we'd get pulled through a scale and they would try to write us tickets and we'd just be like, fuck you, dude. I don't even have a CDL. I'm on, I'm on orders for the government. So fuck off. And yeah. we just drive off. But yeah, there'd be two of us standing there looking out the window as the girls would be driving by and you just got to see everything. I've seen <laughs> several people getting roadhead. Um, oh, I've seen that. I've seen that quite a bit just from my truck. But it's like perfect angle. So yeah. they'd be passing by and <laughs> some guys would speed up when we'd be going down a hill and pass them, but just kind of sit Slow next down. to them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go, Jessica. Maybe if you had been driving naked. What was I thinking? I know. I mean, I was going to meet a guy. I might as well have huh? been, right? Yeah. So, had a fun time in Reno? Your one night in Reno? Super fun. Super fun. I'm so glad I went. Worth the ticket. He's a very fun dude. I know Lo <laughs> Lloyd did not like him. Oh, all. Lloyd's met this guy. Yeah. You know I think Ruben met him too. Yeah, um, Ruben's got a full file on him, actually. Yeah, I know, I know. But he like, I think he liked both of you. But he was like, "Yeah, Lloyd didn't. No, he didn't like me." And I was like, "Yeah, no, he didn't." <laughs> we actually just talked about you earlier. <laughs> no, I. To be honest, I don't like. I left. Let's just segue right into filling in the gaps from the election show. Um, so like Jessica said, what, two episodes ago, um, uh, I saw her post on Drinking Bros Austin, I believe that she, everyone bagged out RPR group. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it definitely wasn't Drinking Bros singles. Cause I'm not on that page. So because no. <laughs> you were supposed to come down with some of the ladies from San Diego, right? Where the San Diego area that you guys, there was like three or four of you that 
go and hang out or something or did i was there i don't think i had even started hanging out with them yet okay but you were supposed to come with a friend or two there was a couple people that were supposed to join you on the trip and they begged out so and i saw your post and i was like hey i know where everything's going on come on down i'm solo i'll hang out with you that's fine yeah jessica showed up we hung out uh had a cocktail i think i bought you your first round uh just to kind of break the ice yeah you hung out with me i didn't know anyone there i had not even been in chats i was like i don't know anybody i need someone to hang out with and you were like don't worry about it just get here you'll be fine yeah so, so uh we had a drink and uh talked about what each other did which jessica's got a, a design background like architecture interior design i have an engineering background so that actually gave us something to talk about for a while mm -hmm. and then uh and we hung out i mean god we talked for like hour hour and a half and kind of hung out in the back mm -hmm. uh, and then uh some someone from drinking bro singles came up um, I don't know who he was. He was from like oh. Pfluger, Pflugerville or something like that. Yeah, it was Bryce. Uh, he's in the like Austin group and he's, yeah, local. I had yeah. never met him before either, but I had like reached out on different groups to see if anyone was going to be there. Yeah, I think you told me you had met him on Drinking Bros Singles. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, sweet. Well, I'm not going to be a cock blocker, so I'm out. And I went and talked with... Uh, Mike, no, Chris Phelan, I think, and his wife were there. So I talked with him for a little bit. And then I met some other couple way in the back that were smoking cigarettes. They had gotten married like that day or the day before and were on their honeymoon. At the election show? Yeah, before the election show. And, like, were they there like on purpose or they just happened to be in WTF and they're like, what's going on? And the guy's like, Oh, there's yeah. like this podcast that's doing an election show. We're like, Oh, cool. We'll hang out for this. Basically. I, I, I think so. And I didn't have a terrible lot to drink that night. And then, uh, and then I realized about two hours in about the time everything was going to close that the, uh, that I didn't have any booze in my room for after the show. And I knew I was probably going to be pissed. Um, so I left and walked to the closest place and bought like a 12 pack of White Claw and walked back to the hotel. Well, then in the process, I lost my freaking ID and had to go find it. So I had to retrace my steps. So I made it all the way back to the grocery store where I bought the white claw and I found it and then came back. So it turned out I, I was gone for like an hour and a half, probably. God. I was wondering. And this was like in downtown Austin, like around sixth street. Yeah. Oh, okay. I went because both me and Jessica were staying at the canopy. Mm -hmm. uh, I was on the second floor. I think you were on the fourth floor mm -hmm. and, uh, I went down like two blocks. I went two, fuck, whatever. I went on two blocks on 6th Street and then down like four blocks. And it was sketchy shit. 
going to that little grocery store down there, but it was the only place that was open and they wouldn't Instacart any booze anywhere at the time. I couldn't get that to work. So I was like, fuck it. Uh, so anyways, I got back. I think yeah, Bryce, whatever his name was, had left. Uh, we chatted for a little bit longer. I ended up up on stage a couple times and then uh, nothing really exciting happened or you know anything bounced around some other people you were talking to or whatever and then the end of the as everything was wrapping up and we were everyone was shutting down jessica really wanted to get a picture with joss uh, with ross and jesse and so i was like oh well come on i'll introduce you they'll take a picture with you it's no problem she was like no no anyways got her to go up and get a picture with Ross and Jesse and then <clears throat> I closed out my tab and it was like 50 bucks and I was like well that explains why I'm gonna go pound like six white claws call my wife and then go That's to bed enough. <laughs> so and we were leaving but Jessica was pretty sloshed um I mean I don't know I just met her so I didn't know so I was because oh, I, I would have brought him back to my room if I was that messed up I had enough of my wits about me to tell him no <laughs> uh, well whatever so I was just like but I told her I'd, I was like it's fine I'm staying at the canopy as well I'll walk you back and we we were going to walk back but he kept he was talking to you or whatever and I didn't care I just wanted to get back so yeah. I could no I think I was like no don't leave I'm coming with you yeah walking back he's not coming with me <laughs> yeah and I wanted to get back so I could check in with with the wife yeah so yeah, was it pretty late was, at that point well shit it was it would have been one o'clock mountain yeah, time that late? yeah but didn't it go till like I thought we it was like two o'clock in the morning before we left out of there huh? no way i thought it was like 11 yeah guys hey guys in the chat what, yeah. what time was we got out of what there? was the uh like at what point in the election was it they had like stopped counting votes oh that was pretty yeah. late that was pretty late i thought i thought it was around 11 i thought that i remember that being somewhere midnight or later it felt like it was too early for them to just like stop everything oh yeah, maybe in my head but maybe hmm. you know i don't know i think i think it was like i think it was probably i think it was close to i don't know 12 31 we st it had mostly cleared out we we waited a little bit because uh ross and jesse were talking to a lot of people and making their way out um and so okay, we're getting all over the just kind of hung back but anyways so walked her back to the hotel. I got off on my floor. She went up. And then the next morning, I was outside getting an Uber and like smoking a cigarette. And like literally as I was ordering my Uber, she messaged me on Messenger and said, hey, are you still here? Um, where's the studio? And I was like, well, you got five minutes to get down here and we'll just share an uber i'll buy the uber there 
and I she had told me that her flight left at like three thirty, and mine was departing at three. And wow. I was like, "I'll buy the Uber to the studio. You buy the Uber uh, to the airport." And she was like, "Deal." She got down there in five minutes. Yeah. Jumped in the Just Uber, scrambling and- down like hungover, hot mess. I looked great. Nah, she. I. I wouldn't have thought it. Are you are you a good looking hungover person, Jessica? Do you do you pull? Makeup works wonders. Oh, thank God for makeup and Adderall. (laughs) Makeup and Adderall. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little mad you didn't share that with me. Uh, But uh, anyways. (laughs) Don't I should just assume or? (laughs) Hey. You want some drugs, man? Yeah. Well, it is a it is a drinking bros trip because I mean. Was, I didn't know. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know the. I didn't. I that, didn't know. that was that was probably the first question that somebody asked me the first time I came to the studio. I was like, "Hey, man, you want some drugs?" <laughs> actually, I, I actually am pretty sure the was first thing that happened. Coke? I got coke from him the first time I went to the studio. So not coke. Same guy. We just sat down next to me. He was like, "Hey, man, you want to hit this?" He had like a bowl out. I was like, "I'm good, dude." Yeah, I would. Ooh, someone got in big trouble for having weed at the election show well at, at the bar um or in the studio yeah, oh. sarah heller's boyfriend you know lloyd you know him he works for them now but kai who is in the austin uh dds and he was the bouncer that night he was pissed so pissed I almost kicked him out yeah i mean i can kind of see that especially like that night in public like they don't want Tensions were probably already pretty high with, you know, yeah, like po- they had police on Sixth Street and stuff. I thought you were talking about you got in trouble in the studio. And I was like, that doesn't sound on brand. <laughs> no, not at all. There's yeah. there's a lot of stuff that happens in the studio. <laughs> Obviously, we so, know. Obviously. So anyways, we get to the studio. We start drinking. There was a younger couple there, and I use yeah. that loosely. They, they were like the night before, and they didn't know anyone either. Yeah, I don't know their names. Oh yeah, we did. Her phone number's in my phone. I don't remember who her name though. She was. They were really sweet. I, I, I yeah, I forget. I forgot that we we did uh, sit down. They sat at the when you and me were hanging out. They sat down at the. Uh, at the booth or the little round bar top with us and hung out for a while. And then they're the ones. Jacob Nicholas saying the bouncer almost killed Richard too. What did Dinoff do? Oh, Oh, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. I, I, I was right there. I know him, but I remember (laughs) seeing him talking to Jesse, like, okay, go ahead. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that, Oh, okay. I'll have to back up. But that night, so Richard and Craigers and Ruben and Reed. Uh, yeah, I don't remember Reed getting too wild, but uh, Richard was on one, and so was Craig. Yeah. And I call I'd those say, for the Mount Rushmore of the Nooner Nation. Yeah, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> between between Craig and. Uh, between Craig and Richard, I don't know who was one and who was two. And then Ruben, I would say, is three. And then Reed and his wife were there. 
and it was it was a little too much but uh yeah the bouncer uh asked richard what the uh, first rule of drinking bros was and uh richard said don't be a cunt and i was like well you're breaking the first rule and richard fucking lost it he was he was pissed i thought i thought they were gonna go duke it out in the street uh personally but um kai was i've met kai multiple times and he was at the studio the next day too he's the sweetest guy like hawaiian you know like hello laid back dude very nice so i'm thinking richard was a little at a hand it was it was too much for me i mean i i don't like like whatever teach your own i don't judge anybody but i'm not i'm not that's why i kind of hung out in the back and it was actually kind of a sigh of relief to be able to just kick it in the back with jessica and that other couple um or that couple that was there i shouldn't say other couple but um and just be able to watch the show um and enjoy visiting with people and getting to know people um yeah. oh and julie julia there but <laughs> julia was in the mix too if i remember right mm-hmm. at one point i made it to all of their t- that's how i met everyone because i was just like kind of walking around that's when i talked to lopez he was up by the um, oh. the table, you know, where everyone's girlfriends were sitting. And I talked to Lopez and then I somehow sat at the Nooners table because there was like just seats open. And I was like, yeah. I need to sit down. Hi. Hey, Flopez is single, by the way. I've got his number. If you. No, he blew it. He blew it that night. He had yeah. his chance. <laughs> so, But that was, before, okay. that was before he was last row Lopez. He's evolved. Yeah. He's evolved since then. Come on. <laughs> So, I don't believe it. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> we'll fast forward back to the next day, and which it was tense even when Kai showed up and uh, Richard and Craig and Reed showed up because they all were smashed ass still. I think they were still drunk from the night before. And uh, it was tense there for a little bit. But that, um, that couple, they went downstairs and bought like three or four bottles of champagne and uh picture of orange juice for mimosas and then yeah they were the ones that bought the mimosas it wasn't it wasn't ross and jesse or or someone from the studio it was them they they went down there i remember the the husband saying uh hey can we get booze from anywhere or where's the closest place to buy booze and because they didn't want to drink all the booze in the studio there wasn't if i remember right there wasn't really that much booze it was lots of seltzer beers and whatnot it's not like it is now yeah. where you walk in and there's freaking whiskey yeah. and oh it's a, it's a that that uh kitchen is pretty much a full bar now yeah, yeah. It's like a fully stocked um, bar yeah and uh they're like well they have m- mimosas downstairs and they went down there and bought like three full bottles dropped I think they dropped like a hundred bucks down there for all that crap. And, um, and the mimosas started flowing. And then, uh, I don't even remember couch boy's name. I just remember telling my wife about him because I was talking to her that morning. Um, it's also Brad. 
there's like there because that was like there's there was like multiple brads everywhere and it's getting confusing so i just i compared him to uh i said no there's a guy up in here and he looks like a he looks like a 40 year old version of dj Polly d from the jersey yeah, shore jersey shore which was is that accurate not completely inaccurate because his hair was really long at that time and i don't know why he just had it stuck i mean because he didn't sleep really either and he was kind of disheveled looking but um not totally inaccurate but not accurate either <laughs> it was because of the haircut not because of the really not a guido looking dude he's not like italian or you know oh, like actually let me let me clear i said uh well i said uh uh, uh, uh dj Polly d but with a dad bod <laughs> okay <laughs> Oh <laughs> man. And I mean he's 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 a he was a slender guy, but he has he has a dad dad belly on him. I don't know if he's a dad or not. Beer, beer yeah. Is he like so yes, I can uh if I uh I can very quickly go to what we call skinny fat. It yeah. all just kinda like it all settles right around the hips and the waist. That's not a good look for me because like it, oh, it can get pretty pronounced. I hate if he listens to this, then he might. So, do what? I said he's really gonna be sad if he listens to this and hears. No, here's but here's the thing. It obviously didn't matter, right? He's you thought he was hot, skinny, so he's not skinny though. Like that, he gets so mad when he's losing. If he's losing weight, he gets pissed. <laughs> I get the same way. I can so couch, couch boy Brad. We're we're simpatico on that one, yeah. I'm like Although, I'm like one of the few people in the world that tries to gain weight. Yeah, oh. always trying to gain weight, Lloyd. I'm it, honestly like I I feel like you two need like a second chance to like hang out because he's also like he's not an engineer but like extremely smart like to the point where some people ask him if he's autistic and can build anything, can do electrical, like he can literally do anything. And <laughs> See, I think that's, it's like, that's... it's like you, but do you know what I mean? Like those people, you, you mean like, it's, you, it's easy to misunderstand them because they're so like brainy. No, I see. Being... not cocky or like rude. It's very nice guy. And I just, I want you guys to be friends. Like you're my friend. He's, I want you guys to be friends. Oh, I, I don't care. Like that day you guys were being really loud and I was on the chat and everyone was saying we can hear everyone in the kitchen. And I was like, no one I said like three times. Kitchen, Lloyd. You can't hear. Ross is telling people to put their mouth on the mic so they can hear them. No one no, can you, hear us in the kitchen. You can, you can hear them on the producer's were, mics. You guys were so fucking loud that people were saying, what the fuck is going on in the kitchen? Rewatch the day after the hangover episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know Dude. what? The only disturbance I saw during those podcasts that were happening was during sports that day, because after we came out of the office, they were doing sports and were making out in the kitchen. And multiple times on that show, you can hear Ross saying, are you guys fucking in the kitchen? Are you guys fucking back there? What's yeah, going on? I remember that. Yeah. Oh. He did it like three times during that show. And i that's the only time you could hear me screaming back at Ross when he says, are you fucking back there? And I said, not anymore. <laughs> only time you could hear anything. Yeah. 
We'll have to do a reunion for you guys. So, I'll be down there for the Super Bowl show. We all want to go down for that one. We can all the, uh, go down there again soon. We need to all go down there and hang out. The, uh, I miss you all. I miss everyone. The, I don't have anything against the guy. All he did was screw me out of an Uber ride because <laughs> I watched that fucking episode from my seat and I'm like, hmm. Well, I see uh, Jessica's not going to make her flight. because I made my flight, buddy. Shut the fuck up. I did. Swear to God, I made my flight. I was good. I was watching the episode, and you were still in the studio when my flight was pushing off. And I was like, there's Maybe no way. my flight time wrong. I don't know. I don't remember what time my flight was, but I made my flight. I was good. Okay. But I do owe you an Uber ride somewhere. <laughs> But yeah, I'll be I'll be down there for the Super Bowl, and uh, me and some of the uh, the people and you know other people in the Nooner Nation, the Gulag Gang, Gang Gang, shout out Gulag Gang, um, are we've been talking about renting like a cool ass Airbnb and doing you some guys, stuff. This chat, stop! <laughs> oh, I heard them noises. Okay, Craig, no, you didn't stop. I didn't know it was Jacob who tried to open the door, though. Someone did try to open the door, and apparently it was Jacob. Although, smart boy put the chair against the door so it wouldn't open, because otherwise Jacob would have walked right in and seen everything. Well, I mean, you when you're when you're, you know, doing that kind of thing in a semi-public place, you always put like a sock or something on the door handle, right? Yeah. You know, so oh, that would have been a that would have been a guarantee that somebody's gonna walk in on you. Yeah, in. yeah. I feel like that's kind of like a like a hailing call for Giorgio or something. <laughs> yeah, Giorgio probably would have tried to join in, and it oh probably God. would have been Brad that he was would have been the middleman on that. <laughs> oh, come on now, Giorgio gives off those vibes. But he's a cool guy. No, I don't. I just don't think Giorgio cares. Giorgio Probably actually not. had to sign the piece of the couch that was missing mm-hmm. before he replaced it. So it's uh, now a safe couch to sit on and yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I fell asleep on that couch when I was there last time. So it's a comfortable couch. I get it. I'd bang on that couch. Yeah, I I mean it wasn't just. I mean, there's not really there's not really a great place anywhere else in that studio every piece of furniture in that room it yeah. wasn't just couch is the one that broke but <laughs> ah here we go yeah all over that room <laughs> all over the room was michael myers in there at the time no nothing was in there it was just a normal like it oh. had tv and like a few couches and yeah. chairs yeah when i was down there um you'd come out of the bathroom you know the men's bathroom you look right into that room and they had that massive fucking life-size michael myers like in the corner so imagine being like my first time there, we're like six hours into the Super Bowl. Like I'm pretty lit. Come every time I come out of that bathroom, like oh, <laughs> jump back. God damn it! Like, <laughs> is it like this? Oh or yeah, is it just- yeah. It's really? a full stab mode. Full stab mode. <laughs> but yeah, we'll all have to go down to Austin. But uh, yeah, it sounds like that election night was a though. night to remember, or a night that you'd want to remember or forget, and probably forgot. I don't know. Yeah. But, It'll but, definitely be uh, different at the new studio. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I was going to ask about that, Lloyd. You're kind of the uh, the dude the dude to go to. Like, um, I'm sure there's probably a lot of things you can't talk about. 
with the new studio, but uh, like, how's that all going? Uh, it's, I mean, it's going good. It's a, it's a good property. Um, it, it'll be, I've seen the concept of where it's gonna, what the future has in store, what their vision is. Um, I can't really mm -hmm. talk about it. Um, so Ross, I did go down there and meet with Ross and Jesse several times about three to four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, I was there for four days, three nights. I even spent the last night there uh, in the studio sleeping on the ghost bed with the um, the freaking, what was that champagne that was, um, they were sponsoring? Oh, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. I know what you're talking about, though. Luke Blair. Luke, Luke Blair. Blair. Yeah. So the robe that was there, that's what I ended up using as a freaking blanket just to stay warm. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're pulling the, uh, like, when, you, when you're drunk and pass out at a friend's house without a blanket, you're just, like, you're underneath, like, the rug. You pull the rug up over you. You're hoping, like, their dog comes out at some point so you can just, like, cuddle up with the dog. We've yeah. all been there. <laughs> so, uh uh, and they, it, it was, it was a good night's sleep. I only slept for about three hours, but, um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it'll, it'll be really good. Uh, the budget's done, the design's done. Um, I actually, uh, needed a little help with it. So, um, actually Jessica here, um, I reached out to her and asked her to help me with some spatial planning and some, uh, ADA stuff and um, I had to be really kind of vague with her because um, there was some you know some stuff that they asked me to, to keep on yeah. the down low and keep to myself so um, mm -hmm. she did a great job um, and um, it's in Ross and Jesse's hand I'm just waiting for the looks good we're going another direction or uh, you're a piece of shit and don't ever fucking show your face around here anymore but um i, I don't know um yeah i i didn't i wasn't able to get down where i think ross wanted to be um as far as budget but well i mean um, that's always it, the issue right i think anybody's ever worked on any kind of project with an established budget and they an already thought out concept they never meet right yeah or they I mean, or they on paper, they're like, yep, we met your budget. And then halfway through the project, you're like, oh, we're off budget, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm not like that. I, I straight up gave him my entire budget line by line. Um, and just to show him where, where the money was going. And um, Jessica even drew up a, a great set of uh, concept drawings where they could see three-dimensionally what the studio was going to look like. Um, you know, it's not in a perfect world, but it, it gives you a mental image. And it was, I mean, it was fucking awesome. And yeah. um, I really, really gave him an idea. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Um, and I hope it happens. I, I know about some other stuff in the future and hope yeah. I get to be a part of that, but yeah. um, we'll just see how it goes. Um, and you know, no, no hard feelings if I'm not the right fit for it or, or whatever. But, and even if Ross uses my budget numbers to be like, tell contra another contractor locally, Hey, like, 
I know a guy that could come in from Idaho and use local contractors and get this shit done. So why can't you do it? And I mean, whatever. I, I think Ross's I, track record finding his own contractors is uh, spoken for itself. So yeah, I can't <laughs> see him like just saying, "Yeah, you know, thanks for saving my ass those few times, Lloyd." But I think I want to go with someone well, else. You know, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna just roll the dice here. Yeah, that, that would I be mean, dumb. I, 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 <laughs> I have no expectations. Um. I've, I've helped out a few other people. I, I helped out a, a gal in Austin, um, Tara, Tara Tyblon, I think. Yeah, I think, is that the one who uh, gave you the, the DB of the Week nomination? No, that was uh, Eric and Carly Clymer. Um, they're up here in, um, they actually live in a little rural community about 10 minutes from Boise. Um, and they bought some property about 30 minutes north of uh where i live and um they're working on building their their dream home up there and it was a it was a, that was an interesting project they were uh they had people that were trying to uh rip them off they had two bids one was like for seven grand one was for another was for like 11 grand and they would only guarantee them like uh 50 by 150 building lot and i was like that's fucking bullshit um and i went up there i spent six days up there total over two long weekends and it cost them just under 4k and i think that thing is like damn near 300 feet long wow and probably 75 80 feet if not wider at the widest spot and and it was done right um uh, they had a lot of other dirt guys up there doing projects and i was like this is pointing stuff i was like this is trash this is what i was telling you to watch for you know this you know be careful be up here guys will just they think they know shit and they'll just move dirt and they don't understand the engineering behind it. And you're trying to do this without hiring an engineer. So I was like, I'll show you my engineering degree if you want. I'm not a professional engineer, but I know enough. And right. I showed them, told them what I was going to do and I did it. And um, it, it turned out great. Um, they're, they're very happy and they've got a solid chunk of land now that there is probably would have cost them 30 to $35,000 to have someone else do. So, gotcha. and it, it was fun doing it. I enjoyed it. So. Yeah. Well, awesome. It's great. You were able to help them out. You were able to help, uh, you know, the, uh, the parents of this community out as well. You know, I know, uh, their pool debacle. We won't go into the weeds with that. I think we all know that whole thing, which leads me to our next thing. What's your opinion? Somebody asked about this today in the RPR chat, and it intrigued me about the the history behind calling people built like a brick shithouse. So I okay. looked it up. And I mean, mainly, I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's pretty self-explanatory, but obviously shithouse being an outhouse. <laughs> and, you know, windows were still a thing, and they might still be a thing, um, you know. 
I'm sure somebody got an. I actually they do. Like I will, I've seen those shows where people buy like cabins in Alaska, and they'll have really nice outhouses. Anyways, the whole point about being in a brick shit house means they're uh, very lavish and overbuilt and expensive. Because back then outhouses would have to move, so if you built a brick one, it means you know you're very fancy. Mm-hmm. So. Well, it's not going to move. That's the thing. Yeah. You're not going to move a brick shit house. That's a that's a permanent fixture. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe you can find it. I've seen people two houses down. Somebody removed a house and moved an existing house onto that lot. So that's pretty crazy. Well, you can you can do that because that's a brick that's a brick facade over framing and it's anchored to a wall. But when they were building shit houses, that's literally they were using brick and mortar or mud yeah. to build them. And there's you you couldn't you couldn't move them. There's yeah. nothing structural to them. So yeah, I learned I learned the brief history around the saying "build like a brick shit house." So, nope. But that's the thing too. The I don't know guys that I would refer to as built like a brick shit house. Uh, if you were smart enough to know how to fight them, they usually they usually crumbled as soon as you hit them in the right spot. Yeah, how big they were. Yeah, I started really thinking about that term too because it's one of those. Even I have used it to mean several different things. Like sometimes it's a positive, you know, comment. Sometimes it's a negative. Yeah, you know? Charlie just said her mom told her she's built like a brick shit house. I don't think that's something a woman wants to hear. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's a compliment to a woman. It's being built like but, a brick shit house? Well, it means you're fancy and overbuilt and permanent. So I don't know what that's even supposed to mean. I I wouldn't know what that meant either, but I, I guess I would. Uh, your mom's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would need to see Charlie in a on the way to the gym and what she wears in the Charlie, gym. Charlie, we all need to see you in a bikini for science, please. No, no I wasn't going to say that, but I was going to say a workout top and some yoga pants, maybe. Hmm. I, but, I need to see you in a bikini for science. By the way, in the group chat, no, I did not block Sarah. Um, I can see what she's saying. Can everybody see what Sarah's saying? Can you guys see Sarah's comments? I can see Sarah's comments. I can see Sarah's comments. Gigi, did you block Sarah? Because that would be why you can't see. <laughs> Is Gigi the one that said that? Joe said it. Joe, I can't see them either. Daisy said it. I, I don't know. It's easy sometimes to. Uh... No, I haven't blocked her. Yeah, Sarah, uh, you didn't get muted for saying dick. Yeah. So. I would dick. never. There, let's see if I get muted. Dick, cock, balls, mm-hmm. cunt. There you go. Let's I said, see. I said anti V word in the chat, then RPR, and that's right when it started going all spinny wheel of death. And then when anti-vax. I anti-vax. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'm trying to grow this. Okay. Like. <laughs> as soon as you go live, I'm just gonna start screaming swear words. Yeah. No, you don't have to use swear words. You have to use that word and uh, like stolen election, Donald Trump. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> oh damn! I was gonna, I accidentally accidentally I was drunk. Whatever. I bought a let's go Brandon trucker hat. Nice. <laughs> it came in the mail and I was like, 
who bought this? It was me. I did. Oh, you drunk bought a Let's Go Brandon hat? Yep. Nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'd buy Trump a Let's Go Brandon hat if I had an address to send it to. <laughs> Mayor Lago is probably a public address. Yeah, Trump. <laughs> Mayor Lago. Yeah, I'm sure he opens his own mail to deliver to him, huh? Like backwards letters and. Yeah. No, uh, magazine, cut out of magazine letters. <laughs> no, not like a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, I put OxyClean in here to make sure it's all clean. Next thing you know, FBI is like tracing you down for anthrax. But, all right, that's all I've got for tonight, guys. So, um, you know, Lloyd, where can people find you if they want to, you know, Harp on you for uh, somebody earlier was saying that they uh, they mistook you for Fred Durst when the show started. I don't know how you feel about that comment. I don't see uh, Fred Durst. Okay. Whoever said it, fuck you. Okay. Yeah. First of all, that's rude. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know. Maybe they love Fred Durst. I don't know. Although I was going to tell you, and I've been meaning to tell you, mm-hmm. you need to change your picture on the chats because that looks nothing like you. I don't know how old that picture is. I think your daughters are in the picture, so I understand. But oh, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, I just I'm changed like yesterday. I'm talking to Lloyd. Fred, I'm talking uh, to Fred Durst over oh, here. Fred Durst. You should change it to a picture of Fred Durst. <laughs> All right, I'll see if I can find something. That I will admit that picture is seven years old. Um, it's taken me a while to grow the hair out. I used to bick my head every day for a long time. So, but that was to like make sure I could sew up the cuts in my head and shit from what I was doing at the time. Gotcha. I would, get, I would get fucked up at the job sites that I was working on. Um, that's when I owned my own structural concrete company. So I'd, okay. I'd cut my head. I get blocks of concrete to the head. Yeah, a rebar. Someone would be carrying around a 20 foot piece of rebar and not pay attention and next thing you know you get smacked in the head so um yeah i've got lots of actual scars on my head and shit like that so i just used to keep it bicked all the time so if i got blood in it it was easy to clean it out and i didn't have a have to shave a bald spot to get some stitches in if i needed them right well some people in the uh chat are saying that fred durst is a daddy so there you go Chapes is uh, correct. I do not have uh, a red Yankees hat, so um, I hate baseball anyway, so you'd never get me in a baseball hat. I think half the people that wear Yankees hats have never even seen a baseball game. Yeah, it's one of the L.A. Dodgers or a Yankees hat, like, they don't even watch baseball. Yeah. You could probably say that about the White Sox, too. Maybe. Don't know. I don't know anything about baseball either, except the Braves won, so congrats to the Braves. And uh, yeah, but we'll get out of here. So, again, everybody in the chat, thanks for joining us. For everybody listening on the audio, thanks for listening. Oh, by the way, you yes, can sir. find me at Lloyd Burke on Facebook. And yes, I do share, well, I share the name with my wife um, on Instagram. It's Lloyd and Shorty. Um, you can request to follow me, probably won't accept it because that's where most of my family photos and shit go uh yeah i do do have an alternate account 
that some people know about if you want to follow me on that i post weird fucked up shit and don't want my ex-wife to find it so you're gonna have to uh either instant message me on facebook or um holly d knows which one it is and i think jessica might know which one it is don't you son of a bitch tell me all right i'll i'll message it to you okay um but yeah it's got funny shit that's mildly it should probably be banned if instagram ever finds it they will probably shut me down yeah is that like are you posting your only fans content onto instagram is that what we're talking or just really dark stuff it's like uh it's dark stuff like um uh one is a a, a naked girl with a a naked girl's ass but it's got a banana split between her butt cheeks yeah uh, i mean that's that's day-to-day stuff around here man like well it's stuff like that it's uh right. i bought a set of knee pads <laughs> at home depot one day and i took a picture and said i'm commented like can't wait to try these out later or something like that um there's there's some other stuff but um uh aj gamble there you go uh aj gamble actually is another person that knows that so you can message aj gamble or holly d and they'll be able to give you the name of that instagram handle awesome well this community loves dark shit you know (laughs) so kind of like me i like my coffee like i like my women ground up and in the freezer Oh or or from a third world country at a fair price there you go uh, that one's better um, so makes sense with your we'll wife. sign and off on that note. we'll <laughs> sign off on that one uh obviously i think everybody already knows jessica's been here they know where to find you um uh but <laughs> anyways so i'm your host bill schofield good night Good night, Lloyd. Good night, Jessica. Thank you for joining me. Good night, live chat. Thank you for watching Nooner Nation. Good night, guys. Night. strong, young, and dumb. Yeah, we had no fear. Way back when we said we'd both be millionaires. Not those days are over. We Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh, oh. Oh, oh.
tonight. 